Glory to God. If you haven't heard, we love you. If you didn't know, now you know. But it's better felt than tell. So close your eyes and just receive our love like seven stars raining down upon your soul, upon your head. It's your soul right here. If you don't feel the love of Jesus or our divine love touching you, you're never really going to believe in God. It's got to be felt. We got a lot of talkers. We need some walkers. You know, we got talkie talkies. We need walkie talkies. And I'm not telling you to not stop talking the talk. I'm just saying it's time to really get drenched. It's time to get saturated, marinated, pickled, jacked up, slapped up, slippity slapped up, drunk, high, wasted in Jesus Christ. All at the same time. <laughs> and, and be totally unapologetic about it. And, and if people want to understand what's going on, let them taste and see that the Lord is good. Go ahead, taste the seven stars in my right hand. I don't even care what you believe in anymore. It doesn't matter. It's going to come upon your heads. You're going to feel it. You're going to experience it. And through feeling it and experiencing it, then you'll understand it and you can teach out of the glory realms. So you can be like a, a leader. Be like a person that can take you on tour guides. A teacher needs to be like a tour guide. We're not just filling our brains up with information like the Greek educational system of the graveyard of the dead. You know, you demi, you, you dummy. <laughs> We're not, that ain't it. We're going into glory realms. We're going into rooms and having experiences in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And there are so many rooms, there are so many experiences, it'll take eternity, and even eternity won't be long enough to experience it all. It's just, there's so much in our God, and we're so limited because of our own brains, that we've barely experienced anything in real Christianity. There are realms that will open up to you now as religion is washed away into the lake of fire, that you can't even imagine how good it's going to be. You, eye has not seen, ear has not heard what God has in store for His people in this season right now. It's upon you. The seven stars are raining upon you. The time of religion is over. The time of the seventh day rest of the promises of Jesus Christ will all be yes and amen. They'll all be realized and they'll all be super fun, intoxicating, and pleasurous. They'll be so, so prosperous that you'll forget how much your suffering was when you're poor. It's coming upon you from the seven stars today. Now, We've been going into this, and I'm sure it'll unfold into more revelation. But it's important we open this revelation now because this is the season we're becoming masters of time, masters of the zodiac, 
masters of the 12 tribes of Israel, which is the 12 stars of Revelation 12.1. There's 12 stars on the, the bride's head. These are the 12 constellations of the zodiac. It's the heavens. Now, you're a part of this universe because you have flesh and blood. Yeah, I know you've been born again. You have a spirit. But God didn't kill you after you got born again. He wants to transform your brain. He wants to save the heavens and transform the heavens after you're born again, which is your soul realm. And that's why we haven't, we haven't really done much of that because we've been so under the influence of fallen angels. And people that get into that sometimes don't even bring Christ with them and just get weird in New Age and get weird in the occult. Next thing you know, they're practicing dark arts and selfishness. So there, there is a narrow path here. I mean, it is narrow. It's the path of Enoch. Almost no man or woman of God that's ever walked the earth has walked it. And almost all of them have wanted it. So it is incredibly dangerous. But we're going to make it incredibly safe. That's our job. To open this thing up so that every one of us can walk the path of Enoch. And never taste death. That's what we're predestined for ordained to do, to overcome the last curse of death that's going to be swallowed up in victory, in the victory of the cross, which is the crossing over from the natural to the spiritual, being fully built up in the spiritual, and like Moses, it was built up 40 years, separated and set apart from Egypt, he was then sent back into Egypt. So we're born again, set apart from the natural, in the supernatural, in the spiritual, fully built up, However long it takes, 40 years, you could say we've been in Eden and Zion and all of the classrooms of the angels, you know, so to speak. It could have been 40 million years because you're in eternity. You're outside of time and space when you're being built up in your spirit. You're in the third heaven in your spirit. Christ in you is in the third heaven at the right hand of God. And your spirit gets so built up that he sends you back into the natural. We've been sent back into the natural to take the heavens and earth for such a time as this. That's what we're doing right now. There is so much going on. There's so much revelation. If you want to be a part of all of it, there's so much more than I can even explain to you at Joel's Bar going on right now. And all of our media and all of our streams with all of our friends, with our whole water temple forming, and there's the conference coming up on the 29th. So be a part of it on Facebook. Be a part of it on Instagram. Be a part of it on YouTube. I mean, there's just the social media revival is just beginning. And you want to be right in the midst of it. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. But I know a lot of people want to. And you'll find the most maximum amount of revelation, intoxication, and saturation by joining the Facebook Red Letter Ministries group. That's really the core of where we share all of the most richest revelation, all of the members of our tribe. Even if they're not on staff with Red Letter Ministries, all of our brothers and sisters, I mean, it's, it's the kingdom of heaven. I don't care what ministry you're a part of. If you think you need to have your own ministry apart from my ministry, that's fine. There's no competition here. We're the 12 tribes of Israel, and it's going to be wonderful when we get over all the competition, envy, and strife. We can just share revelation. We can just share all the riches of glory with each other and get each other super strong. But the place where all of that's shared, like our marketplace where we gather, our town square, is on our Red Letter Ministries Facebook group. And it's just rich. So you really want to be a part of that. Interact on there. Share your testimonies and get involved and get to know people. Start messaging people. Start relating to people. And just let it spread out. It's going to be a, just an amazing revival as it spreads out through each other. As we find the promised land in each other. And there will be weeds. 
There will be stuff you deal with. So you have to stay focused on the river of life constantly washing you. There will be some stains in your love feasts. There's always been. They won't always be. They'll be washed away. Jude says these people are stains in your love feasts. They're, they're like reefs that try to block the blessings of the river from coming to you. Reefs. It's like dead, dead stuff. And so you're going to deal with lots of dead stuff as everything comes alive. It's all going to come to the surface, but it's all going to be washed. So put all of your faith and trust in the river of life proceeding from the throne of God and the Lamb outflowing from our hearts. John 7.38 is the main thing. Keeping that the main thing in all the midst of the craziest revelations and the funnest explorations and all these realms opening up and so many people coming into the joy glory, the peace glory, the love glory and they'll be, they'll be bringing their additions to the revelations. This is why it's called the multifaceted, many-sided wisdom of God because it's the whole body with many members, and everyone's soul is part of the big diamond of the new universe, of the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwells. So it's like building a crystal clear water temple, and the temple itself is a crystal, and you're going to have at least one billion souls, miniature crystals, inside the great big crystal. And every crystal of every brain, of every stone, of the living stones, of the building of the third water temple now, of Ezekiel 47, will bring an aspect that you can't see in yourself. So you have to stay humble and teachable from learning from others. Learning from the children, learning from men, learning from women, learning from educated, uneducated, every social class, every, everything. Every nation, tribe, and tongue will come into the glory of God, will come in to Ezekiel 47's water temple now. It's true. By drinking the river, by getting into the cup of the new covenant, by getting really, really Christian. And it's not going to be religious. The thing that's kept this from happening has been Jezebel and all of the devils and all of the wickedness and all the seven-headed beasts and all the horrible stuff of the beast, the red dragon, and the false prophet that you read about in the book of Revelation. All of that is going to be annihilated so quickly now in the rains and in the springs of the days of Noah that you'll even forget about spiritual warfare. It'll get so easy. It's going to get so easy in the USA. It's not going to get easy for religious people because they're fighting the living water. It'll get easy for everyone that drinks the living water. So if you've been religious, if you've been prideful and proud of your education, your knowledge, your social standing, your bank account, everything you think you know, it's time to humble yourself by drinking the living waters. He's not going to take away your stuff. He's going to take away your sins. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. People are so idolatrous and so scared that they cling and retain to the natural realm, and that's why so few drink, because Satan deceives them that he's going to take away all the good stuff in your life. He's going to take away your business. He's going to take away your fun. He's going to take away... Listen, the only thing he's going to take away is Satan. Satan's got you so bound up that you stay clung to Satan, and Satan makes you afraid of the living waters, afraid of the glory, afraid of a deeper com commitment, afraid of getting healed. The devils make you afraid of health, of having a, an abundant life and freedom. Demons make you afraid of freedom. Oh, you need decent end in order, bro. You need structure. Yeah, the structure of the living water. You need freedom and abundant life from all those demonic interpretations of scriptures more than anything. People's brain is what they need freedom from, and you get freedom in your brain from the fallen angels by drinking the living waters. 
Nothing can set you free except the cup of the new covenant. Drink it, all of you. And remember him. Keep your minds fixed on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning the shame. Why? So that he could bring you into the living water, so that he could bring you into heaven. And there's a filtration system on earth to perfect you to get into heaven even physically, so that you never die like Enoch. And the filtration system is the Ezekiel 47 water temple. These four rivers of the north, south, east, and west, and the four faces of God, and there's all kinds of 444 stuff in there that you can study more deeply from the Bible. But they, they're external, coming into the natural realm. That's our evangelism. Of course, it's an internal realization. It's a third heaven temple. But then there's a natural release into the natural realm of the four rivers of life. And that's our evangelism. That's what gets the nations drunk. And that's what gets the nations drinking, is the release of the four rivers. Mm-hmm. And they're all written there. They're lion, eagle, ox, man, rivers. It's the four rivers of Eden. I saw four rivers coming out of Eden that watered the garden. It's written Genesis 2.10. The river of life comes from the throne as one river, but it splits up into four, like the four chambers of your heart. There's four chambers in your heart, and there's the four faces of his soul. He's the wonderful four-faced man in Ezekiel. The wonderful four-faced man. So you got four, four, four. You got the four rivers, and you got the four chambers of your heart, and you got the four faces. And this is what waters the heavens and waters the earth. And when you begin to have a deeper level of humility and a deeper level of virginity by sanctification of the Holy Spirit and the Word, you begin to become more effective in the priesthood of Melchizedek in operating and ministering these waters into the earth in its blood and into the heavens in its planets, in its planetary systems. Because you you have to cleanse the heavens and the earth for there to be a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. This isn't stuff that Jesus does. This is stuff that you and I do. We restore all things. Acts 3.21, the Lord Jesus remains in heaven until the restoration of all things. We are commissioned and anointed by God to restore the heavens and restore the earth and to get rid of the beast, the red dragon, and the false prophet before Jesus returns. He's coming to a bride that's perfected everything. I mean, I don't care what you believe in because we're going to do it anyway. We've been doing it for years. People just don't believe that they can perfect anything because they're taught religion in church. When you are taught the river, then you can see the Father's ability to do it so easily. But if you're not taught the river and the knowledge of the glory that covers the earth as the waters of the river cover the sea, you're not going to have any faith to do any of the stuff that's, that, that's done in the New Testament or the Old Testament. And you'll just be limited to the abilities of your flesh, which are religion, which is practicing fallen angel self-righteousness. that makes it about information, knowledge, and doing stuff in the flesh. We are completely removing carnality from kingdom Christianity, where you can actually be, Revelation 5.10, seated in the heavens and ruling over the earth for a thousand years. And it's not hard stuff. It's childlike, easy stuff. It just requires your total crucifixion of your human nature in your spirit and in your brain and in your blood and bones. And very few people have actually sacrificed their spirit, their soul, and their flesh to participate in that level of divinity. So that's why they're just limited to their humanity. The ability of their human nature has become part of the Christianity, which is actually blasphemy. 
That's Antichrist. So there's Antichrist mixed in with almost everyone's Christianity. Because that's not God. That's you and the devil of what you can do using the Bible in your own power, strength, and ability. Which is about 99% of Christianity that's in the world, if we're honest with ourselves. Now, we're in that 1%, that fray, that fringe that's so extreme that people think we're false prophets and cult leaders and all this stuff. But it's not. It's just actually what happens when you start obeying the Spirit, obeying the Word, and dying daily, and start living in the Father's ability. You start to have the angelic ability of Jesus Christ. You start to have the angelic ability of God the Father. You start to have the Holy Spirit as a more real reality to you than the unholy spirit or the the natural spirit that's in the world. The spirit that's in the world. The greater is he that's in you reality against he who's in the world. Natural imprisonment of the elements. The natural imprisonment of the curse of the fall. The natural imprisonment of having your mind stuck in nature and limited to the arm of flesh, not knowing the power of God or the scriptures interpreted by the power of God. That's what the Pharisees were guilty of, not knowing the power of God or the scriptures that were in the power of God. The ability of the word working in the river is the power of God. The scriptures in the, in the waters, the living word, the water and the word, the washing of the water of the word. And unless our minds are fully renewed to the ability of the river and the word, we're going to be stuck in the natural dimension in a counterfeit satanic version of false Christianity which has deceived the whole world to this day, that Christianity is still this natural thing. Christianity is the most supernatural thing because it's based on a spirit. The second Adam is a life-giving spirit. And we get so spiritual that we can come back into the natural and redeem it. And that's the time we're at right now. And we're redeeming the moon. We're redeeming the sun. We're redeeming Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, and Saturn, the seven stars. That's what the seven days of the week are named after. That's common knowledge. If you were to look up in Roman, Greek words, and Latin, all that, what are the seven days of the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, what are they named after? They're named after the five, the five planets that are visible from Earth and the sun and the moon. That's where we get our week day, our work day, and time. Time comes out of these seven stars. And they're called stars because, well, they used to be stars until angels left their posts. And you can have any opinion you want on this. The point is, is that God's cleansing them because the heavens belong to the Lord. Monday is the moon. Tuesday is Mars. Wednesday is Mercury. Thursday is Jupiter. Friday is Venus. Saturday is Saturn. And Sunday is clearly the sun. So this is the sun and the moon and the five planets that you can see from Earth, the five closest planets to Earth. And so, if these are the seven stars, and I truly believe they are, because I'm experiencing it going into them and feeling tremendous breakthrough in my soul realm by operating in this revelation this season, then that means that you're cleansing the solar system and the covering of Earth. That there will be a new covering. That when you go into the slavery of time, and time is an imprisonment of the fallen angels... So the, the removal of time, it's called, it's called the, the last days. And there's seven days, and the, God created the heavens and the earth in seven days. And a day is as a thousand years, and you're in the time 6,019, so you're in the beginning stages of the seventh day. So, the seventh day is the day of the sun. 
the Son of God. And it's, it really does start with Monday, the moon day. And it ends with Sunday because it's the day of the Son of God. It's the day of the Son of Righteousness rising with healing in His wings. And it's the day the earth is restored to being a star again. A morning star, a glory star. It's the removing of the curse of the fall from creation is exactly what it is. It's the revealing of the perfection of the new covenant that Jesus Christ defeated Satan and his angels in this fallen universe, in this dead cold space, in this dry place on earth. And and he's removing all the fallen angels and wickedness and all their influence and slavery over the nations for the last 6,000 years of enemy occupation in our universe, in Adam and Eve's world. This is Adam and Eve's world. It was created for Adam and Eve. It was created for man and woman. And we gave it up to Satan and his angels. And now in the seventh day, man and woman take it back from Satan and his angels and we get a new heavens and we get a new earth. So right now we're focusing on the new heavens. We're focusing on these seven stars and we're going to make them new And when you make them new, instead of having a prince of the power of the air influencing the air and constantly condemning everyone on their brains. I mean, religious people, I dealt with religious people every day for 13 years, and they're always feeling condemned. Why do they have the negative demonic influence in their brain all the time? Because of these seven stars corrupted by the fallen angels enforcing the legalism of the law that you're not good enough, you still need to work for it. It's the lies of Satan that you're dealing with. In the soul realm that are going to be washed away. We're breaking the curse off of all humanity today. We're breaking the curse off of the seven stars today. And we hold the seven stars in our right hand. And when we rise up in Jesus Christ as the body of Christ into the fullness of Revelation 120 and hold seven stars in our right hand, we will cleanse them with the sanctification of the rivers of life and we will reign through the weekday. And we'll remove time in the slavery to works and mammon and everything that's been abused by sorcerers to control humanity will be washed away. And you'll set everyone free from time. You'll set everyone free from works of the flesh to have works of the spirit so that no one wastes their life in a cubicle when they're created to be an artist. No one wastes their life in an 8 to 5 working for the pyramid on the back of their $1 bill when they were created to be a musician in the water temple of Ezekiel 47. This is the total destruction of slavery worldwide, universally, is what I'm preaching you today from the Bible. What Jesus Christ purchased for the heavens and for the earth. But you have to be set apart from the earth and from Babylon entirely, like Moses, set apart from Egypt, 40 years. And it's just for your spirit to be so built up to then go back into Babylon the Great and sack it like Attila the Hun in Rome and destroy it and destroy Babylon the Great, destroy all the slavery of the seven stars and the abuse of our solar system and the abuse of Rephon and Molech and the abuse of every wicked, lying, detestable thing that has been used to control and manipulate men and women for thousands of years and to wash it into the lake of fire with the beast, the false prophet, and the red dragon. And that's what we're going to do. So, first and foremost... Let's do it in the moon. Amen? So there's 24 verses about the moon in the Passion Translation, and they're all glorious. Psalms 8.3, Look at the splendor of your skies, your creative genius glowing in the heavens. When I gaze at your moon, (laughs) 
And isn't it Monday today? Perfect. So we'll do this the next seven days. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect timing. Because today's Moon Day, and we call this broadcast the Moon Love, because the next seven days we'll focus on a planet, a star, of the seven stars, and cleanse it, and, and speak all the scriptures about that particular planet and star from the Bible and just redeem it and wash it in the river of life all together corporately and begin to rain the glory of God from the sky upon all flesh together as we all get breakthrough in this together. When I gaze at your moon and your stars mounted like jewels in their setting, I know you are the fascinating artist who, fas who fashioned it all. But when I look up and see such wonder and workmanship above, I have to ask you this question. And I don't know what that is. You can look it up for yourself. Psalms 8 verse 4 if you want that question. Psalm 72 verse 5. The sun and moon will stop shining before your lovers will stop worshiping. For ages upon ages the people will love and adore you. A building upon this revelation is when you take sun, moon, and all these other planets and stuff of the work week and all this, you're actually putting the glory of God and the love of God through these stars. And you do it through your soul because your soul is a part of this universe, your brain. This is, this is brain matter. Your brain is a part of this universe. Your flesh and blood is a part of this earth. So your third part being that we are now sanctified enough to redeem in the natural realm is this universe. Your body is made out of the natural universe. Your brain is made out of the heavens. Your body and bones and blood are made out, made out of the earth. You are a star creature. You're a natural star dust and starlight creature in your outer man. You have flesh, bones, and blood that are a part of this natural universe that Jesus Christ died on the cross to redeem and transfigure. If you don't transfigure it, then you'll just have all this stuff in the spirit because you didn't get built up enough in the Spirit, so you can't go into the natural to redeem it. But there are people here that are built up enough in the Spirit to go back into this universe and transfigure your brains and your bones and your blood. That's where we're at right now as a body of Christ. Psalm 104.19 You made the moon to mark the months and the sun to measure the days. Masters of time. Psalm 136.9 Praise Him who set in place the moon and stars to rule over the night. His tender love for us continues on forever. Rulership of the heavens. Dominion of the sun and the stars and the moon that belong to us now. Seven stars in our right hand as, as the body of Jesus Christ enforcing this into all our heavens over our earth. Psalm 148.3 Keep it up, sun and moon. Don't stop now, all you twinkling stars of light. <laughs> Song of Songs 6.10 Look at you now, arising as the day spring of the dawn, fair as the shining moon, bright and brilliant as the sun in all of its strength, astonishing to behold as a majestic army waving banners of victory. Isn't that interesting? In the Song of Songs, the love of God, the bride is compared to the moon, and the bridegroom compared to the sun. It's represented in, in Joseph's dream, where his mom, Rachel, 
was the moon. His dad, Israel, was the sun that bowed to him. It's the redemption of the heavens, the healing of the heavens. And only in the redemption and the healing of the heavens will you ever have the love of God reigning from the heavens and all that condemnation coming off people's souls so that you'll never feel that negativity in the air upon your brains ever again. That's when all the slavery of Egypt comes off the human race by the redemption of the moon and the sun and the five closest planets to our earth. In the name of Jesus Christ, if you want to partner with Red Letter Ministries and support this ministry as we reach millions of people, last month we got this broadcast in front of 1.2 billion scre- million screens. And we could only do it. We spent about $3,500 last month in evangelism to get this broadcast last month in front of 1.2 million screens. And this is a powerful level of glory that most people have never heard of in the whole world. And, and they're getting blasted. For the first time two days ago, we saw positive comments outweigh negative comments on our videos. That's never happened before in 10 years of broadcasting because we're dealing with all the kingdom of hell and everything wrong that's in the whole universe getting washed in the lake of fire. So participate with this ministry as we're casting our nets upon the nations and have an outreach of possibly reaching 2 billion people on our platform on Facebook. 2 billion. That's how many we could reach. We'd love to see your support so we can reach more and more millions of people with this message. Donate at redlettermen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.